One billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. Taking the leap of faith... Our adventurers have been transported to somewhere wholly bewildering. It's going to take careful listening and deliberate thinking in order to navigate their current situation. Locations are heard, sonic transitions are made, and personal voices are found. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren, and Jory become imprinted echoes. You would all put your thumbs into the depressions on a central pillar in a large, round room at the center of the beanstalk, leaving behind Molly and Mac in a flash of light. The three of you are plunged into total darkness, and it takes a while, longer than you'd expect, for your senses to come to you. After a moment you realize that it's not necessarily darkness, not truly. It's simply nothingness. It's not that there is no light. It's that there is nothing. As your senses begin to hone in, you hear a low hum all around you. It is barely audible, to the point where you probably would have just ignored it if it weren't for the fact that this is the only thing you can sense right now. You try to move, and you can't. There's nothing to move. You can hear this sound. You can see nothing. You can feel nothing. What do you do? Nehemiah would try and speak. I'm going to send you a message real fast. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Oh. This is never a good thing. Hey, y'all. Chase is nervy. <laughs> this is always a good thing. I am concerned. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Nehemiah, you try to speak, but what happens? It's not words that you're creating with your mouth. You just sort of emanate a sound. And what Smallren and Jory hear is a discordant strumming string. Like someone just took their hand and ran it along a guitar a whole bunch of times. Smallrin is going to test a theory and try to communicate with her Ogrim orb. Mm. Your orb is there, but it's almost as though it is sleeping. Okay. There is no input. So I still have the connection, but there's just nothing. There's nothing that it can sense. It's hibernating. It's gone to sleep. But this implies that physically... We are actually here. It's not just my consciousness floating in a void. 
since I can feel. Go ahead and roll me an intellect level two. Yay. That is a success with a 10. It is not just your consciousness. If you really concentrate, you can feel or in some way sense all of your belongings. You can sense yourself, but not physically. The closest thing that you can equate it to is as though you were uploaded to the data sphere, your information in some way. Okay. I'll give you that with what you are currently experiencing. You're guessing that the information you are is sound. That tracks with everything. Waves vaguely in the direction of the rest of what's happened. Jory? I will hum the tune. Mm. I need you to make me an intellect level two. Oh boy. And a rolling. And I'm on the wrong side thing, so I can't see. Success with a six. You sing the song, but I'm going to send you something. Oh no. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy. You sing the song, but rather than come out as your voice with the words and the melody that you're used to, it comes off as though it's being played on a penny whistle. A little shrill, but not unmelodic. And the two of you, Nehemiah, Smorin, hear this. And that is recognizable. Though you're not sure why it's a whistle. I would like to try and hum or sing it back. Okay. Almost all of you <laughs> chose the one that I thought you were going to. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> you try to hum this tune back. And since you already had an idea that you don't necessarily have a physical presence, you're able to concentrate a little bit more on creating sound and you all hear the song but instead of a whistle or instead of a voice it comes across as a rolling thunderous boom still with notes and a tune but it's almost as if the sky were playing the song uh nehemiah would join in i'm gonna have you make an intellect too okay Boop. success with 16 nice you hear that same guitar sound again. Not even guitar. It's it's a stringed instrument of some sort. Maybe a sitar. A sitar, perhaps. That's a good one. I like that. And what was discordant and jumbled before now adds in to that song. And as the three voices, these three sounds come together, you create the most harmonious version of this song you've ever heard. And as it starts to weave together, you don't hear each other's voices, but you start to have an understanding of what you're saying. It's almost as though you are sonopathically, instead of telepathically, communicating. And after a few more moments of these verses coming together, by the end of the song, although you are still technically hearing a strummed string, a whistle, and thunder, you are talking. You're communicating. You can understand each other and recognize each other's voices for what they are. Uh, what's going on? This is weird. This is so weird. Why are we sound? <laughs> I would imagine that as so much of what we've learned has to do with sound, this may be where the singers of the song have been trapped. I would agree with that. I mean, look, that makes sense, but why are they voices 
and why am I strings? And you thunder and you whistling. We don't get to be our own voices. Well, who knows what an external person would hear? I guess. There's also the fact that we don't know how long any of them have been caught. Hmm. They may have been here long enough to figure out exactly how it works. Fair enough, but I... Then that raises the second question. What now? Okay, so now we're sound. Yes. We still can't see anything. We can't perceive anything outside of the three of us. Is that correct? As of now. Okay. I mean, look, if I got to be trapped to sound, I'm perfectly (laughs) fine with it being with y'all. I do want to hope that there is a secondary step to this project. (laughs) Nehemiah, go ahead and roll me perception. Yeah. Level three. Success with a natural 20. Major effect. Getting these good rolls out of the way now. (laughs) I mean, this is the time. We have no idea what's going on and we're all disembodied sounds. That's, you know what? Fair. You take a moment and realize that it's just the three of you right now. So you concentrate a little more. You really listen searching for anything else because that is the only way you can extend what you're aware of right now and just at the very edge of your perception you hear something that sounds like a creaking of a door mingled with a rhythmic thud Hmm. i attempt to move towards it absolutely do you have a thought on the major effect here um I would like to be able to have a good idea of what it is I'm coming up on before I get to it. 100%. You start trying to move towards this sound and you realize that you're not necessarily walking or moving. You just have the sense that if you can hear something, you can interact with it. Ah. So you just will yourself Mm -hmm. to hear that sound more. Mm-hmm. And in your pointing out of it, I will say that Jory and Smallrin are also able to pick up on it. And Nehemiah, the more you pay attention to it, the more you start to recognize this as another being. Another, you can't say person, per se, but it's another sound. Mm-hmm. It's another intelligent sound. Right. So with that in mind, creaking door something rhythmic. Mm-hmm. In the spaces between the rhythmic beating, I'm just going to say, hey, 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 just trying that we are also conscious here. Wonderful. That thudding slows down Mm -hmm. a little bit. The creaking kind of like lulls and lilts side Mm -hmm. to side. You can hear it kind of staying very steady, but that thudding kind of slows down and slows down enough that for a moment you think it's not going to continue. Mm. But as it picks back up, you, again, are kind of aware of someone speaking through this. Well, hello there. Hi. I wasn't expecting to hear anyone out this way. I'll be honest. I don't exactly know where this way is. Who are you? The name's Arcel. Arcel, my name's Nehemiah. Strange name. You're not from here. Maybe this is an ignorant question, but can someone be from here? Oh, yes. Okay. I was born here. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm... 
distinctly not. And who are you two then? Uh, well, I'm Jory. I'm not from here. Also. And my name is Smallman. Likewise, not from here. I haven't heard you around, so that makes sense. Where are we? That's a very good question. If I told you our word for it, I'm not sure you would be able to comprehend it. But we've had other travelers come through here. Some call it the tumult. Well, you don't say. I do. You've had other people. Uh, When's the last time? People pop in here every once in a while. Do they tend to leave? Depends if you find a way out. Aha. There's no reason you couldn't. It's just not particularly safe. Not safe? Why not? How about this? I will happily give you more information and even passage to the nearest resonant island for a price. Yeah? Go on. You'll need to know this sooner or later. We don't have currency here. We deal in exotic sounds. Ah. Do you have anything interesting? Anything I haven't heard before? can only imagine what you've brought with you. (laughs) What is the best way to transmit sounds to you if they're not something we can make on our own necessarily? Oh, but you can. Really? You might not have the exact knowledge just yet, but give it a little time. You'll figure it out. I can't teach you, unfortunately. That'd be like trying to teach someone how to think. All right. I think I see what you're saying. Interesting sounds. What noise does Box Ladder make when he's really hungry? Because I, I will try to replicate that. I will let you describe that in a moment here. Oh, good. Before you do that, I am going to have you make an intellect level three to try and replicate it okay success with a 12 you don't have to make the sound if you don't want to but you (laughs) okay i'm sorry my bad (laughs) i just don't know if it would transfer on audio very well we'll see i don't know i'm really bad at fully let rin fully (laughs) good like that you hear arcel pause You've noticed that any being, yourselves included, continuously make sound. Even if they're not talking, you emanate some sort of sonic energy at all times. That's why even as Arcel wasn't necessarily talking, you could still hear them. But Arcel pauses. Their sound completely stops for a moment. Almost as though they're absorbing the sound that you made, Jory. And then after a moment... Ooh, that is pretty good. Tis the sound of an empty tummy. (laughs) I don't think I know that feeling. I figured probably not. It's the sound of a missing frequency? Now that makes sense. That's not even quite the right way of putting it, but I tried. It's like trying to describe how to think. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I can at least get us on our way then. Hmm. And I can answer a few more questions on the way. I need you all to listen very carefully, though. And I don't mean to me. I mean to where we're going. Because if you can't hear it, it might be hard to find. So follow me, and we'll go from there. Hmm. And you hear the sound of our cell get a little bit quieter, as though it's moving away from you. 
and you latch on, you try to listen harder to that, and you feel yourself, again, not moving, but growing closer to it. The sound gets a little bit louder, and it takes a while. It's kind of staccato, back and forth, with this up-and-down volume trying to keep pace with them and figure out how movement works. But after a few moments... It becomes smooth and you're able to almost float along, keeping a steady volume of following ourselves sound throughout space, you guess. Can I answer any questions for you? It's not a terribly long journey, but long enough that I might be able to clear up a few things for you. What exactly is a, how did you put it, this place we're going? A resonant island? A resonant island is a place, a structure, sonic structure, if you will. It's hard to describe in words I feel you would understand. I've talked to some newcomers before, and they talk about things in a very physical sense. That's not really how we do things here. But you are aware of the physical, at least in theory? I'm aware that there are physical things. But to ask me to think about what I would physically be is a bit of a stretch. Are there others on this resonant island? Does your kind gather there? Absolutely. The nearest one is just a small outpost, but a little farther on than that, you can just barely hear it from here, is Symphony. It's our main stronghold. Is there a place called Rhapsody? Not to my knowledge. Hmm. Baints. All right. Thought I was on to something. Nehemiah, go ahead and roll intellect, trained as a social interaction. Excellent. Uh, difficulty? Six. Oh! Holy I'm moly. Burn three to take that down to a five and roll. Success with an 11. Nice. <laughs> nice indeed. They're partially lying. Okay. Rude. I'll let it slide for now. You're not sure 100% about. What they're lying about, but that was not an entire truth. All right. Well, I don't think there's any hiding the fact that we are physical beings. Um, so if we're manifested uh, like you at the moment, what's happened to our physical parts? Well, they're still here, technically. Yeah, yeah but where is here? <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I'm going to have a think while the rest of you talk. <laughs> have you ever experienced something with four dimensions i want to say yes just to sound cool but i think probably not i mean time's kind of a dimension so yeah. yes and no it's if you were to experience something with more dimensions and the place you currently reside it would look nothing like its original form now would it suppose not you look nothing like your original forms. It doesn't mean you don't have them. I'm going to go ahead and take that incredible bit of insight and put it on a shelf. <laughs> and I will unpack it later, I promise. But it will be either like when it's really late at night and I cannot sleep and it just drives me awake or at the bottom of a bottle. And frankly, I'm fine with either. Well, if you're looking to... What did you say? Put yourself at the bottom of a bottle? Mm. I would uh, suggest the modal district. <laughs> Noted. I'm just trying to wrap myself around the idea of getting drunk 
without a physical form. It's um probably a flat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> you must understand that everything here is sound, even the sustenance you will need. If you are sound and sound alone, what more to intoxicate you than an intoxicating melody? Something else to spice up the chorus. You're starting to understand. So I could have a wind chime sound for breakfast. If that's what sustains you. Sounds like a nice way to start the day. How do we know what sustains us? You have to find things that will meld into your own melody. Ah, oh, okay. Boy, it's like being a toddler again and putting everything in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to keep a straight face there. You did. You I tried saw it, and you hard. you did you did a great job. A A plus for Thanks. effort. Thanks. I'm not sure what it's quite like to have a mouth or be a toddler, but I'll take your word for it. Good. That gives me something to hang on to. I would imagine that. As with newcomers here, whenever you first come into being, it takes you a while to figure out what melds with your melody. That's really what she's talking about. In our physical forms, we have to find out, either by ourselves or from others, what will and will not sustain us or hurt us. Well, it's good to know that there are some similarities. So I'm trying to nod along with everything Smorin saying. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm guessing I physically cannot do so. So instead, I'm going to kind of feel out and and just kind of start making noises as to what nodding could sound like to me. What what sounds correct? Yeah, I'm going to make it another intellect too, but I'll give you an asset here. Oh boy. So it's going to be one. Success with an eight. You are able to kind of figure out which parts of your sound are voice and which parts are the physical idea of you. You get the idea that you are nodding along. Mm. The best way that I can describe it at this point, as you're starting to really hone in on the sounds around you, it's not truly as though you're seeing it, but if you were seeing something, it'd be like what Daredevil sees in the original movie. Right where there's almost kind of like a vague light source around every sound that happens. Mm -hmm. Why he could see everything when it was raining. Mm -hmm. Because there was a sound emanating from every source. I will keep experimenting. Okay. Eventually you reach what sounds like a just massive cacophony of things. Sounds happening all over the place. And as you listen and concentrate what it is is almost a settlement so to speak of sound there is structure here you can understand that there are buildings so to speak there are shelters there are pathways there are intelligent beings here moving throughout this space but it is chaotic you can hear specific sounds and melodies, but none of them seem to work together. They're all just kind of there. Narcel says, this place doesn't really have a name. The sounds who live here don't really want to give it one. They like a little more chaos. This is a place of those who call themselves 
Scordaterns. Scordaterns. Like things a little bit more freeform. I myself am a type of one. I wouldn't consider myself within their ranks so specifically, but I definitely do not adhere to the logic and order that the other group seems to want. You're more of a solo act. I am. How did you know? (laughs) I could pick it out of a crowd, particularly when there's not a crowd around. I'm a hunter. I go out looking for sounds, either to sustain myself or others, or to sell on the market if I have the opportunity. Uh, Can I uh, ask that you not sell us? (laughs) You could. I don't like your waving. (laughs) (laughs) That was a discord in a way that I'm uncomfortable with. No, I won't sell you. Okay, thank you. I don't deal on the black market like that. Is there a white market that you There's would? a bazaar, okay. yes. Okay, but, but that's down in Symphony. And you're not going to sell us that either? Sell no, us there. I'm not going to sell you there either. I'm covering every base. This black market, though, so there are some who would sell, shall we say, a new sound in town. Oh, absolutely. Does that mm. happen often? Perhaps to some of the newcomers you've described passing through. Can't say that it hasn't. I've seen things of that sort. Heard them, you mean? <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. I I need to... I, I, I trained myself to a point. <clears throat> I've heard things of that sort. Is there someone you're looking for? Unfortunately, several someones. Hmm. Well, do you know what they sound like? We know what they sound like in our world. Yeah. We don't know what they might sound like here. Smallrin is going to try to think back to all the times that she would spend with Eidos just like studying essentially like when she was helping them with research and thinking back to any small noises that they would make that weren't vocalizations necessarily but were like you know humming little grunts huffs of breath things like that and she is going to do her best to kind of distill that into a series of sounds. You try to distill that down. It doesn't quite come across. You do a decent job at it, but trying to work that into your own sound and replicate someone else's that you're only semi-sure of is passable, but not exact enough. Narcel says, I haven't heard anything like that, but I think what you're describing is general enough that you might be able to get some headway if you were to head into the main city. Is there like a welcome center or um, (laughs) embassy? No, hence why I ended up finding you out there. Fair enough. Lucky you ended up in between islands and not somewhere else. Such as? Graveyards. Mm. The quietude. The silence that is enveloping us all. Okay. The silence that is currently enveloping. Well, it's ever creeping. We call it the quietude, the silence, the nothing. The great out there. It is, well, it's more than that. The quietude is a ever-growing soundless region at, I guess you would call it, the edges of where we exist. Everyone seems concerned about it in one way or another. 
Because without sound, none of us exist. Hmm. It's not merely white noise. It is absolute silence. As it grows, it kills off larger and larger pieces of where we are. Has it always grown? Or has something made it come about? Or speed up? It's always grown slowly. Though, I'm told, a good while back, it sped up for a bit. There's another explorer that I've ran across named Kadura that warns it's going to massively expand again. Again? Probably soon. Okay. But those aren't prophecies that I have any insight into. Hmm. And you don't know what how this came about? No one does. Were a lot of colonies lost in that last big jump? A handful, yes. No one that I cared about, though. Hmm. Big places, big cities, or smaller ones? Mostly smaller ones. The bigger islands, resonance centers, are a little farther away. Space here is strange, but it does exist to some extent. All right, well... Thank you very much for taking us this far. Of course. You sure you never heard any place called Rhapsody, though? It's not an island I know of. You, with the, the role you had previously, pick up that they specifically said it's not an island. Okay, not an island. What else is there out here? We got resonance centers. I've picked up on that. What other options are there? The peninsula. <laughs> the graveyards. Is there a graveyard called Rhapsody? I think we've had enough conversation here. Look, I ain't gonna force you to talk anymore, and I really appreciate what you've done. But we come a long way. I'm gonna get this information one way or another. I need to know what I'm walking into. I think you can appreciate that want. I do. But unfortunately, I don't fear you. Are you supposed to? To help? No. Hmm. I'm inferring there's someone that I do. Someone that doesn't want you talking to people? Or uh, sound waves? I think we've had enough of conversation. (sighs) Thank you, Arcel. You've been helpful. I appreciate what you've done for us. If you listen closely to the annoyingly sweet song you hear in the distance, that symphony... Mm. And I'm sure that it will sound nice enough. But I'll tell you now, don't trust a thing those stuck-up Grazians tell you. Never been too keen on the mucky mucks anyway. Whatever chord represents finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) I sound it. Good. I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. It's just a silhouette of this that's all made out of, like, music notes or something. Like waves. Oh, waves, yeah. Do you stick around here at this outpost or do you head on towards the sweet song in the distance? Should we have a chat? The three of I us. Think we should chat. I feel like we should chat. Yes. Yeah, so Arcel kind of goes off into the outpost, this resonant island. And again, it's kind of just this collection of sounds. And you can hear individual voices, but. It is no singular song or sound. And Arcel's sound kind of fades until it just collects into the cacophony that is this island that seems to be nameless. All right. Well, clearly we're walking into some kind of danger. 
And I don't like the sound of that place. I don't like things that are sickly sweet like the sound of this thing. Always feels like there's something nefarious behind it. I don't know if anybody else is getting that vibration. I also don't like the sound of graveyards. No. This symphony sounds as if it might be the sort of place that if you don't fit in, you're disposed of somewhere. I tend to agree with that. I have a feeling we're going to be heading towards symphony one way or another. We just got to plan prep up before we make that particular um, leap. And I want to know what a graveyard is in this particular context. I was going to say, yeah. I have a feeling it doesn't mean quite the thing we're thinking of. No, because if there's silence and that's creeping in on them, then a graveyard you'd think would be very quiet, representative of something dying. Mm-hmm. But it's different than whatever silence is encroaching. So how do you tell that it is a graveyard? Ghost noises? <laughs> something. Spooky, scary. Echoes, maybe? That's true. Ooh, that is true. How neat. Perhaps we should ask someone this market that Arcel spoke of. I'm sure we have sounds they're not familiar with from simply having lived as physical beings. Perhaps we could trade those for information. I would recommend us keeping anything about Lagam at an arm's distance, though. I got enough pass to dig through. Yeah. Pass do I. All right. Let's um, see what we can find. Thank you so much for listening to episode 57 of Imprinted Echoes. It's been a long time coming building up to this point in the story, and we are all so excited for you to hear what comes next. As always, if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. That's where you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I'd love to thank Roger, Duval, and Chuck for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about the show. All of those things continue to go a long way in helping us out. And of course, you can find our hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And our network, Ghostlight Media at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.